All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the too ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, but uh, I have to admit, I'm confused by the rest of the world. Uh, listeners may or may not know, I uh, live in a state called Iowa, and we've been quarantined for about a week now, and I am just seeing people saying, well, here we go, day one in Chicago. The fuck? Chicago has more people in its in the city than Iowa does in its entire goddamn state, and they're just now catching up? How the fuck is Iowa so far ahead of the curve? Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. Um, I don't know. Granted, I, I still I still kind of think it's 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 a bit of uh, overreaction in terms of like not going to work with everybody and shit. But I guess it's what you got to do now, on account of the fact that like no one was able to get tested. That that's that's the biggest fuck up to me with this whole thing is the fact that we can't get tested. You wouldn't have to keep everybody home from work for like months on end. If you could just go to your nearest hospital and fucking get tested for free, there should have been a massive rollout. I, I read an article this morning saying that that Russia, even though they share a massive border with China, they cut this thing off at the fucking knees it, 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 in like late January, you know? And, and I, I get that it's basically still a... It's an authoritarian-run country, and you can just kind of do that. If he snaps his fingers and says... Everybody that was making, I, I don't know, blue jeans yesterday, you're making test kits, you're making masks, we are chopping off the border. Oh, hey man, that's racist saying that people can't come over from China. Yeah, it is, and I don't give a fuck. Chopped it off, tested everybody, quarantined everybody at the border. They cut it out, and so I, I get that that kind of government for something like that, for just strapping shit down, for just tourniqueting that that fucking bad arm, whatever, like that's the best kind of shit for it. It's really bad in other ways. So I, I mean, I, I get that, but the fact that they're they're making it as bad as oh you you know hey don't go to work hey uh, we're shutting down everything except for you, you know grocery stores and stuff like that. Oh, you have symptoms? Yeah, stay at home uh, unless unless you're over sixty five or you have. I mean, that's the way it is here. You know, is is there, the the government shutting down everything? But they're going. Oh yeah, what are your symptoms? Yeah, you might have it. You might not. I don't know. Just try not to cough on anybody. Try not to suck any dick today. So you, you know what I mean. Just just. What, and I'm like, what? 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 No, you sh- we should be able to just get tested. We wouldn't have to do any of this if we had the fucking tests earlier. I should let listeners know we are recording uh, Sunday, March 22nd afternoon. We will post this tomorrow, March 23rd, so we won't be too har- far behind the curve. But to go to what you said, two points. One, it should be noted every single day that the World Health Organization... Uh, had tests for America and Trump turned them down. Right. So this is his fault. And two, absolutely. To go off what you said about Russia and the authoritarian state, we talked about that several weeks ago before this was a full blown worldwide pandemic. I actually praised China for locking the entire country down. I, I don't know if you remember that. I said it's easier because they're China. Um, but you don't have to be an authoritarian country. If you look at other countries, Vietnam and Korea and Hong Kong, all jumped on this shit because they were all hit by SARS really hard. So when they saw this coming, they enacted everything they failed to do under SARS. And when you see graphs about new cases, they are leveling off, whereas America is shooting up like a rocket. I just saw one yesterday that showed, like, we went from 
9,000 to 20,000 people in a day on Friday, yesterday, or no, two days ago, the 20th. Um, and as, you, as far as tests go, yeah, the problem is that there are no tests, even though they were offered to us, and we just flew in 5,000 from uh, Italy, and, and I read several stories, and I never got a justification as to why this was. Every story said 5,000 test cases, be, test, testing kits being flown in from Italy to Tennessee. And I'm like, that seems like an odd destination, unless there's a military base that's going to dole those out. From what I have read and understood, New York is ground zero, literally, not just for 9-11, but for this pandemic. It Of the 20,000 cases, 10,000 of them are in New York. So if we have 5,000 kits, is, in my opinion, they should be going to New York. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It, it probably is some, some kind of military base or something. I, I have no idea. But yeah, they should have... Um, they're fucking f- five thousand kits. I mean, there's how do they how do they only have five thousand kits when there's like there, I think there's like what, what ten thousand confirmed cases in New York. I, I I gotta look it up. This shit keeps twenty. Changing. I just said there it was nine thousand on Thursday, yeah. and by Friday night it was twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. So it, it doubled in one day. And the odd thing to me is that they were coming from Italy because. When these are keep in mind, these are confirmed cases, right? Yes. So that to, to have a confirmed case, you need to have somebody tested. That's another thing is we just so you don't know how many actually have because there's a lot of people who, you know, the you call up a hospital and tell them your symptoms and they're like, yeah, it could be the virus. Yeah, don't come and get tested. And it's like, well, what the fuck? You just shut down the whole city. What do you mean I shouldn't get tested? I mean, it's crazy. I, I heard a guy on Dr. Radio put it perfectly. He's like, look, if you have the the, the tests you, you don't need to ask their age or their any like if, if somebody comes into me for an HIV test, I don't sit there and go, Well, did you let anybody fucking jizz in you without a condom? Then you're not high risk enough. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the way it is now. They're they're sort of like, well, unless you're in the extreme high risk demographic for this, um, or you know, have just pre existing conditions. Like you yeah, you're younger than, than sixty or, or whatever, but you have fucked up lungs, you got asthma, you got emphysema, and you also have symptoms, then you get tested. Other than that, as far as I know now, unless that's changed, they've just been telling everybody, yeah, just don't get tested. And it's like, well, what what do you mean? You shut down everything, you're telling me not to get tested. I, I know I'm kind of going in circles about this, but it's like the being able to test any and everyone at any time that's that's real i mean that's that's the most important thing fuck staying home and, and all that like I, I i get why that's helpful but it's also extremely damning to your economy i mean it's it's the equivalent of an amputation to get rid of a, a, a something as as opposed to um y- you know treating an infection well you uh, you said something that had me go down a thought and i lost it um but as far as testing goes my favorite thing about this is watching the timeline of how the trump administration has handled it and i love all the their videos of clips of what he has said where he it's fine it's good we're not taking this seriously to just turning on a dime and saying i'm declaring a national emergency and then saying i have said all along this is a pandemic and there are memes quoting it and the worst part about it, when I say my favorite part, I always say my favorite meaning the worst is I have people that I, I, I lovingly call stupid because they're stupid. And uh, sure. I went to high school with them. I saw a great tweet the other day that said, 
Guys, I'm really torn on what to feel about this whole COVID-19 thing. Um, On the one hand, every doctor is saying it's serious. But on the other hand, this guy that I went to high school with said that he sees through the media bullshit. Who do I trust? Um, So when I say these people are stupid, I mean it. They're saying, yeah, but Obama and Biden had the bird flu H1N1 and they fucked that up. And my favorite thing about that is, say they did fuck that up. What happened after is they created a pandemic response team. And following that, the Ebola outbreak was shut down immediately. The Zika outbreak was shut down immediately. And then Trump dismantled the pandemic response team saying, and there was a quote out there saying, I'm a businessman. I don't like paying people to sit around doing nothing. We can get them back if we need them. So he eliminated the response to something like this. And that is is a direct A to B line from what happened to where we are today. They had every opportunity to have their ducks in a row to head this off at the pass, but we had an incompetent president who has a hard-on for dismantling or destroying things his predecessor predecessor put in place. And and what boggles my mind is is that there are people out there right now who are still saying they support the way he's handling this. Politics aside... You should be able to look at someone and say, you are incompetent. And especially when you line up, the Washington Post had a great clip of the Fox News pundits uh, back to back from day one to a couple days ago and how they were reacting. And, oh, this is just people picking on the president to we need to come together. This is a pandemic. Uh, Democrats shouldn't be politicizing this. It's like, motherfucker, you were the one that politicized it. It's 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 very interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh it's you, you. You can tell what side wants to politicize what, depending on what happened and, and, and how well the the events turned out for whoever's in power. You know. Yes, but so let's let's talk about. Um, I sent you a couple articles. I honestly, I'm not stunned. I'm never stunned by anything, but I am stunned. This is not bigger news. I know the coronavirus is the news, and that's all people are talking about is what's closing and how we're. It, 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 but this is coronavirus news, and I'm stunned it's not larger. So weeks ago, is there a date on it? I cannot. February 13th. Uh, before February 13th, Richard Barr, a North Carolina senator, was in a private meeting with high-end donors, people, constituents, people that pay a lot of money to meet with him, and there was a recording. One of them took out their phone and started recording him as he laid out the worst of it. Again, this is February when the official line from the administration was, nothing to worry about, it's fine, it's just going to go away, it'll turn April. And and he said, this is going to destroy us. Not in those words, but you know, I, I heard the recording. And the recording is, he is spelling out everything that is happening right now. He said, you need to prepare your businesses. These are wealthy people. And... Not only that, so three stories came out in the same day, which I thought was amazing. First was this one, where he is caught on tape warning rich donors that this is about to happen while the administration is... And publicly, he is towing the line, not just the administration, but he is out front saying, we got this, even though in private he's saying, we don't have this. Yeah, the private meetings get crazy, man. He also he, he, he filmed the millennial licking a fucking airplane toilet seat while yelling world star in one of these fucking things. Man's out of control when he's partying with his donors. By the way, just as an aside, nothing is more frustrating to me as a comedian to spend 
you know, years working on my craft. I get on stage. I have these jokes that I have thought out, performed, and and perfected in my mind, and they get big laughs, and I film them, and I put them on YouTube, and I get 10 views, and then some fucking asshole licks a toilet and gets a million views just like that. That's frustrating as shit. That's, I mean, you, you got to adapt to the times. That's why I, the second that this, this quarantine is, is, is ended and I'm able to do live comedy again, I have um, I've gutted an airplane toilet seat out of, a, out, of, out of an unused airplane, you know, and I, I will be taking that with me on stage and licking it for laughs. Uh, that is going to be my get or done. You're going to be seeing me licking airplane seats on The Tonight Show. Well, and you don't have to reduce yourself to get or done. Elevate yourself to it's Andy Kaufman-esque. You are, you are being an absurdist. So don't don't uh, disgrace yourself by comparing yourself to uh, Larry. That's true. Elevate yourself. You're doing performance art is what you are no, doing. No, you know what I am? I, I'm doing more like a, um, I'm, I'm a millennial carrot top or, or, um, or, or Gallagher. I'm a prop comic now, but it's just going to be gross things that I lick that might give me the fucking 1920s plague. <laughs> or the the twenty twenties plague. I actually reference carrot top in my act. I um I use a chair to to make a joke about my son going to the bathroom. I I do a physical representation and I point out. I said, okay, this is the prop comic uh, part of the the show. I need to pull this chair up. Uh, it's going to represent a toilet. So I don't I don't I just do it to amuse myself. Where I call myself a prop comic. Right. I mean, you know, prop comic is a very offensive term. In, in the comedy, in the community. comedy world, yes. Back you're, to you're the only one who gets it. The actual people in the audience are kind of like, "What? Well, I, I sort of like prop comedy." <laughs> We're like, "No, it's the most. It's, it's 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 like worse than a goddamn racial slur calling someone a prop comic." If they're <laughs> it's comedian. the N word of uh, in the community circle. It is. It is. Call it the P word. We don't we don't say that shit out loud. Ah, uh, funny. So, so Richard Burr wor- warns all these wealthy people. I tried to say warns and, and wealthy at the same time, and I came out warns. Uh, he tries to warn all these, he not tries to, he does warn all these wealthy people, his constituents, these, these big ticket donors, what's going to happen. And then he sells all his stock in industries that involve people, like uh, they pointed out as uh, hotels, for one thing, a hotel chain. He, he dumped stock, the same thing that people pointed out that uh, Martha Stewart went to jail for. So he warns people, he dumps his stock, and then goes in front of cameras and says, we're fine. And I'm, again, I'm stunned this isn't bigger news. Now, the final story of the trifecta. Well, I, I don't think anybody is surprised by it, man. I mean, that's if, if, if anybody thinks that like most politicians, especially at a federal level in either fucking party, really really have the back of you know your average american joe they fucking don't man and i was it's you know what that that reminds me of i me and my girlfriend were watching part of the um the hillary clinton documentary on i think hulu the one where it's i think supposed to be a, i think it is on hulu i have not seen it but i i'm i've heard of it it's the tell-all documentary where they ask her all the tough questions. Nothing about Epstein or nothing, but, uh, you know, all the, t- all the tough questions uh, that don't involve him or any of the, you know, serious allegations against her husband. All the other tough questions, though, they ask that. But um, it, it's basically just, a, it's, I, I don't know, almost like a long-form campaign video for herself for 2016 where she blames every single person on the planet except for her and the mainstream Democratic Party nice. for her losing that election. That, that's, that, it's, you got to love someone that uh, looks in the mirror and says, nope, not me. 
Oh, yeah, dude, like, she shits on Bernie Sanders in the thing, and it's like, okay, now you're a sore winner for the Democratic primary, where they basically rigged that thing in your favor, like your own party. I mean, I'm not saying that's the only factor there. You were running up against a guy who was admittedly a wild, bug-eyed socialist, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I get why he concerns people and makes them not want to vote for him when he goes, we're going to get rid of all your private health care. Don't worry about what you're going to get after that. You know, like, I, I get that that freaks people out anywhere west of like Chelsea or east of LA you know like I I get I get the concern with the guy that being said she shits on everything and there's a part where they're they're talking about this is why I'm tying it to this bar situation where she basically Bernie Sanders in in a debate sort of like how Elizabeth Warren was was telling Bloomberg hey why don't you release the transcripts of or uh, sorry re- you know release the the basically the gag order on on the non-disclosure NDA I was trying to think of the word yeah, yeah it the took non-disclosure. me a second to figure out but yeah I got you yeah which he ended up doing you know but either way in the debate when he was saying well I don't know I don't have them I don't have the ability I can't do that People were booing him, and it fucking looked bad, you know? There was a similar one where Bernie Sanders was saying, why don't you release the transcripts of the, the private right, speeches that, the, you, the, of the you got, yep, banks that you got paid a bunch of money by these people? And and uh, they were in the documentary going, I don't know why this mean old man would want me to reduce... Why do people need to see the speech? I mean, I was only making a few dollars in between jobs. That's all it was. It's such an innocent thing. And it's like, no, dummy, this is why people want to see that. And so, like, yeah, because most of these politicians right and left and that's why i'm pointing it out is it's it's just as much on on the left as as it is on the right they'll sit there and tell the cameras one thing and then they'll go behind closed doors and oh um hey you know how i said don't worry about the markets and everything all my billionaire friends who have you know most of the money in the stock markets and stuff fucking sell it now and let's go party in the hamptons behind you know massive gates well that's the way that fucking goes and and the thing uh, you're absolutely right and part that was part of my response. So I get that he's going to give, like I said, I'm not surprised by anything. I get that he's going to go to his private wealthy donors and tell them the truth and not tell the public the truth. And the thing that gets me is everything you just said. He unloaded between a half a million and $1.5 million of stocks. That, that This is a senator that makes what 82,000 a year whatever senators make and he's got yeah. 1.5 million dollars in stocks you do not get that just by you know working in the in government right that, and that's that's where the real payoff is especially at at a federal level whether it's you know congress the president senate with, with, i mean look at look at the the president right so the president makes half a million dollars a year it costs tens of millions of dollars, several, many tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars to, to campaign effectively and get that job. For, you know, let's say you're in for four years, or sorry, eight years, half a million a year, that's, that, that's $4 million to, that, that you get paid, you know, before taxes and all that kind of thing. $4 million. It takes several tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars to get the job we're systematically setting these people up to be bribed and i'm not saying that the bribes come as as simply in the forms of them 
you, you know, hey, here's here's a bunch of stock to my company. Here's insider trading. Here's just a fucking massive bag from a, a, a dude in a fedora and, and an overcoat, you know? It's what it is, is it's it's those crazy speaking fees that you get like after you leave office. You leave office after they, they, they do all that. Which is what Hillary uh, was getting and refused to disclose. It brings us right, right back to that. Exactly. Is you 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 now get to a uh, hundred grand to come here and talk or whatever for you know off and on for fucking ever and at, at, at several of these places that you kind of helped while you were in 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 power or they they gave you money to get you in power. I mean it it costs so much more money to get the job than than you get paid to to get there. I mean you're you're setting these people up to be bribed and. Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything to add to that because it's all true. It is a system, and once you're in the system, and this isn't the first time this has happened. This is this is nowhere near the first time this has happened. I can't give you any examples because I didn't Google them, but if you're you know anywhere above 30 years old and you even marginally pay attention to the news, you will see this happen over and over where they talk about senators getting in uh, or anyone getting into government, any, and when they get out, they get offered lobbyist positions because they've got all the connections. They get offered speaking engagements. They, while they're in, they have insider information as to what's going on with the world and the economy, and they buy and sell stocks accordingly before this information is public. It's maybe like maybe maybe that's why it's not big news. Um, AOC, rightfully so, and I think Tucker Carlson were actually in agreement in saying he needs to resign and be investigated and possibly go to jail. AOC said he needs to go to jail. Tucker Carlson said this needs to be investigated and he should resign. When you have AOC right. and Tucker Carlson agreeing on something, that that to me means there's something going on. You know, you, you when you when you oh, set yeah. politics aside and they agree, that's that's pretty good. Oh yeah, this is this is fucked, man. Anybody especially with the how how severe the situation is getting um, anybody who's who's just like selling all these stocks and covering their own ass while just blatantly lying to the American people about it, I mean, they should. That's that's borderline fucking treasonous, man. It is, and that's why the final. You've been elected to represent us, not the fucking seven billionaires who live in either Connecticut or Texas who fucking got you there. But that's why the final story of the trifecta that I sent you, that the, these three stories, uh, he's giving closed-door meetings that are different from the public. He's dumping his stock. And this one is tangential. It's not a one-to-one, but I found it interesting because it happened on the exact same day. Senator Josh Hawley, Republican Missouri, doesn't need to be a Republican, but on Wednesday he warned the Chinese Communist Party that it would have to, quote, to pay, he had to, would have to, quote, pay, for its attempts to cover up the coronavirus, and he is calling for an investigation, full international investigation into China's cover-up. Now, you and I talked about this weeks ago when it was in its infancy and we said this is what china's done this is what china always does and it's about saving face it's about we've got control. china's response to him is they they laughed and were like yeah let us get you some documents we'll uh we'll, we'll, we'll send <laughs> exactly. it right over you can trust this this set of numbers that we give you but it's funny given everything that we have discussed up to this point about the ineptitude and now outright lies of the Trump administration that he is calling for an investig- investigation into the communist cover-up, the Chinese cover-up, instead of... It's, it's, it's the worst distractionary technique I've ever seen. It's, it's going back to Hillary and the documentary and refusing to look in the mirror. 
because that's absolutely what should be happening instead of saying we need to blame right. china for this it, did did china fuck this up massively yes but a they were the first ones to get it to be fair and and b we we can't control that you know what we can do is fucking get tests well, here, Them let me fucking this up. Like, you just again, we need the fucking tests, man. We can't control what the fuck they do, but we can control what we do. Right. And that you just said something that was great, and I didn't even think of it. You said they were the first to get it. Absolutely. There was one doctor there who was warning, and he's dead. And, and I remember when that happened, the irony of the one doctor, and they, they poop. But China was the first. When you are the first in something, you don't know what's going on. You're like, oh, shit, is this going to be bad? Let's downplay it. We're China. We need to save face. We have honor. We have pride. But the instant it was known that it was bad, they went on lockdown. And that was before there was anything happening here. And if we had looked at them and said, wow, shit, they're on lockdown because this is serious, instead of it's all going to go away, I don't think it's that big a deal, it's a liberal talking point, because when China was on lockdown... That's when the Trump administration was poo-pooing it and when this guy behind closed doors was, was saying it's really bad and telling the public. So that is absolutely the difference. China was first. They didn't know what they were dealing with. And when they discovered how bad it was, they fucking did everything right and leveled it off. Whereas here, let's go back to where I started. We have 50 independent states and whereas Iowa has been in lockdown for a week, as I said, Chicago is just hitting day one. This could have been a federally mandated, holy shit, we need testing kits, we, we need to do what we need to do, and we're going to start from... Like, right now, have you seen all the videos that are circulating that say 15 days to flatten the curve? Uh, no. So they're saying if we self-quarantine for 15 days, it, it allows the, the, the spread to slow down to the point where our hospitals will not be overloaded. Imagine if we had done that in January February, or February or even like because that's that's not that's not great and it's and not great people but are, it's better people are than... gonna people are gonna justifiably not want to do that right but what you can do if and just to keep bringing it back to the fucking test south korea drive through tests like over a month ago you know and it, it, like you don't necessarily have to shut most of your economy down that much if you can go hey you got the sniffles Fucking come here and let's make sure you don't have that. And if you do, we're gonna make sure you don't give it to anybody else. Right. I mean, if, if this this shit, if we're gonna we're gonna act like this is the, the the worst thing the world has ever seen, and we must cripple our economy worse than I, I mean worse. I think this is gonna end up being worse than two thousand seven if if this shutdown oh, of the I economy think we keeps could fucking have happening. Great depression. I've gotten texts from friends that say everybody I know got fired today. My neighbor is down to a three day yeah. work week. I have others that just got furloughed. Every like this is gonna be bad. It's gonna be massive to the point to where I'm like, yeah, I would I would rather just risk getting sick. Than have a fu the fucking Great Depression come back. You know what I mean? Well, um, I know what you mean because I th they're talking about a thousand dollars per constituent now or per per American. Everybody gets a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's great. I lost three thousand dollars worth of work overnight. I lost right. three thousand. Yeah. You're telling me you're going to give me one third of that back? Right. And it's it's. I mean, it's it's better than nothing. No, but it's better than it, nothing. It's it's fucked. Um, but that's the thing. It's like you don't have to do that. If, if you can, early on, and I mean, yeah, now would be better than never, but early on, if it's like, hey, we have these tests fucking everywhere, 
if you feel even in the slightest like you might have something, I don't care your age, I don't care whenever, we're going to test you. And even then, it's like, okay, well, fucking great. We're going to, we're, we're sending these to every major employer. Just test all your employees, you know? It, it, the more tests you have, the more people you can tell who have it, you can quarantine them off. Not this, hey, tried it, not to go outside for essential stuff, but like you can really set shit up to where like, oh, hey, you're not leaving until this is over. Uh, this crap that we're gonna we're gonna act like it's it's so serious that none of us can go outside because it's the fucking plague, and then oh yeah, but don't get tested, <laughs> like unless you're rich or a celebrity. I mean, celebrities yeah. have been getting te- Chris fucking Jenner got tested because she thought she hadn't come in contact with somebody. Like if there's one person the planet could do without, it's Chris fucking Jenner. But she got a goddamn well, test. There are people in hospital beds. Or I would make the argument that younger people that are even less susceptible to actually having like serious, serious, like life threatening shit to this, but can still get sick or maybe not even get sick, but just carry it. I would, I would make the argument that them getting tested in some ways, is even more important than than getting people tested. Who oh, this has a higher chance of killing you. At least if at least if you're really really fucking sick from this shit, you're staying home and not giving it to anybody. If you feel fine, you're just out and about doing whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, that is true. Well, let, let's let's um, let's skip. Let, let's stop complaining. Like right now, everybody under under the age of twenty five has flown to Miami for twenty dollars, and they're in a giant Corona fuck pile. Just jerking off on Molly and coughing into each other's mouths to get them off. Taking selfies, taking little Instagram lives, having wild Corona fuck piles. And they're going to come back and they're going to kill us all. They actually are. Well, let's transition to uh, some some positive news to get out of here. And Um, people are calling hospitals from the center of this fuck, fuck pile going, listen... I've had I've had seventeen other millennials and zillennials or whatever they're called jizz and cough into my mouth. Should I get tested? And the doctors are like, "Nah, don't worry about it. You're you're under twenty five. Don't get tested. Enjoy your fuck pile." Well, speaking Drink of jizz, orange juice, a Las Vegas strip club is going to remain open. Starting drive-through shows. You talk about drive-through testing kits. They're going to do drive-through lap dances, and they're going to abide open. They're going to abide by all these social distancing guidelines. Um, it doesn't spell out how they're going to do this. I'm assuming that you will be inside your car watching someone wiggle outside it. But you, I, God bless this strip club for at least trying. <laughs> they're they're promoting on their billboard coronavirus-free lap dances. I guess they put like a car wash where the bikini car wash. I'm assuming they're just going to put their ass and tits up against your car window and you can oogle from behind a protective barrier. Yeah, it's just not the same, man. It's kind of like not, saying, but I, I, I have I have a Mormon friendly uh, margarita. What it is, is it's lime juice and salt. Uh, <laughs> enjoy. Well, I won't. Another one. I didn't send you this article, but I did find it. They're uh, going to do topless, or at least topless with the nipple-covered um, Grubhub, it, whatever they call themselves, like Booby for Foodie or something like that. So they're gonna they're gonna deliver your food uh, with just the nipples covered and a bikini bottom. Someone's gonna do that. You know what? I, I massive concerns with this. I think women are gonna get sexually assaulted and get the coronavirus this way. This is a fucking horrible idea. 
Well, a worse idea is, uh, of course, there are people taking advantage of this. They should get firearms. And, and fuck you if you're a state who, hey, man, we don't think, we, you know, we're an anti-gun state and all that. Listen, if you're pro-women going topless to men's houses to give them food, especially in corona times, you got to give them a handgun. I don't fucking care how anti-gun you want to be. I'm sure they'll have bodyguards, bouncers with them. So speaking of taking advantage, uh, Donald Trump's spiritual advisor, Paula White, we've talked about her in the past, horrible, horrible person. She is uh, using the coronavirus to bankroll her church. We are a hospital for those who are sick. She is out there saying, please keep donating whatever you can donate, $91 or maybe $9. We talked about her when we talked about prosperity televangelists because they call it seeds. You plant a seed. You plant a $91 seed with her and her church, and then she prays for you to become wealthy as you're giving your money away. And, and she, she apparently clarified donations will not actually go to help those infected. Uh, she said... We are just going to pray for those that are sick. Good on her, you know, because I, I, I really do feel like if you if you lie too well about that, you're 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 misleading people. Whereas I, I, I really do like the the almost honesty in it. Like, look, yeah. you're you're just giving me the fucking money and I'm I I'm 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 going full right right uh what what was that? Righteous gems. Yeah, yeah. yeah everything about Trump's. I mean, obviously, like, look, if if he gets any kind of you know religious characters in in office, it's not going to be the uh, the, the you True know the Christians. Pope Francis. It's not going to be people that types. actually follow. Christ. Yeah, he's not getting Mother Teresa. He's getting John Goodman's character from Righteous Gemstones, and that's that's totally who he has. Yeah, and and. I feel no sympathy for the people that send their money to these people. I'm sorry. I, uh, there are people that say that we need to have uh, legislation to get this. I, every time I see one of them, I think I should be doing that. I'm like, you know what? If people are stupid enough to send money in on this, I should just go online and claim to have a path to Jesus, Jesus through my penis. Oh, wait. Uh, fucking David Koresh and uh, Charlie Manson already did that, you know. It's just, yeah. I, yeah, unfortunately, we've been given a bad name by most cult leaders because most of those guys that claim that uh, you, you know, you know, Jesus lives in their cock or whatever, usually use that rhetoric to fuck a lot of underage girls, and that's totally what both those guys did. That is true. And well, and speaking of God, I love it when bad things happen to bad people. Let's call this the last news story for the day. The Dead Sea Scrolls at the Hobby Lobby Museum are all fake the uh assholes the steve green and the green family these these guys oh speaking of which hobby lobby is fighting for an exemption to remain open that was trending on twitter yesterday steve green noted asshole owner owner of hobby lobby and and right-wing zealot who hates women and uh always fights against healthcare, is fighting to stay open because they serve a quote critical service because if you need you know paint to to for a canvas or a, a picture frame during the coronavirus, you should be able to buy it. Um, I mean, I'm I'm torn on that because at, at one level, yeah, we should we should be being careful. We should be quarantining when we can. The other the other part of it, and this is a this is just a fucking natural reality. It's 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 almost a, a, a certain type of privilege, and I and I know that people overuse that fucking word. 
But anybody who can work from home and maintain an income know that, I mean, you're, you're lucky, but people at Hobby Lobby can't fucking continue to make a living from home. You, you just can't fucking do it. I, I'm not saying there's no way to get some kind of online retail going with some of that inventory, but that's not going to sustain most of those employees. And, and I get that as an employer, you should be doing everything you can do right now. To, to fucking make sure that you, you, you can pay your employees or at home, you can do it. But you know, with some of them, it's, it's just physically impossible to sit there not moving any fucking inventory for the most part and continue to pay all the workers. It's just not going to happen. You're going to run out of money. You'll all be broke and bankrupt and all that. It's, it's just not going to happen. So some of these places got to stay open and just try not to fuck it. You, you know, you, everybody has the gloves on. Everybody, you, you know, washes down all the, all the sanitizes everything. I, I think that that, you know, we, we have to do a weird balancing act where we, we keep the virus from spreading while at the same time not cripple our entire economy and cause another Great Depression. That's kind of what we're facing right now is this weird teeter-totter kind of thing. And if, if that were the argument, I would buy it. But they have posted the letter online that uh, talked about it. God damn it, a, a blocker just it's came. probably some goofy God shit. I, right? yes, Don't worry, we played seven times to Jesus wife, and he said we're going to be fine. His wife, Barbara, received a message from God that they interpret that as much that they will be fine during the crisis. They said that Barbara prayed. I had the letter and then a blocker came up. But it's And I, I will it. believe that Barbara it really did talk to God or at least believe that she talked to God and not her bank account. If she then makes the following statement going, not only does my wife believe this so much that she thinks the employee should go to work, she has made a pledge, a pledge to Jesus and all of our employees that if one of those employees comes down with the coronavirus at work she will let that employee cough into her in my mouths on live stream instagram praise jesus if he if he follows it up with that then yeah i i'll fucking completely respect that 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 first one i'll be like look they're fucking crazy but they believe this nonsense they're not just thinking about themselves well, and to double it back to why I even brought it up in the first place is they do need the money because uh, they spent millions of dollars. They built a museum outside Washington, D.C. It's a Bible museum or a religious museum. They got in trouble for illegally importing artifacts. They, they would buy them on the black market for their museum because they are such super Christians. So they spent millions on portions from the Dead Sea Scrolls, and they are worthless forgeries probably made from old shoe leather. So, good job buying those uh, shoe leather things. That's why they want to stay open, because they spend millions on stupid fucking Harry Potter uh, books that they believe are true. Yeah, you know, and I I really do believe that that guy thought they were real, because he said, look, I paid a lot of money for these from Trump's spiritual advisor, Paula White, and she swore to me they were real. She swore, she said, God came to me and said they're real. <laughs> what do you mean Paula White lied to me and took my money? It's like, uh, um, uh, did we talk about this last week? I can't remember. There, there, uh, We did, because you brought up Alex Jones and I brought up uh, uh, Jim Baker selling cures for the coronavirus. One guy was, uh, Baker was selling... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Paul is do, Paul White's doing the exact same thing, and that that just it does not shock me at all that the that the guy that Trump is calling his or that the 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 woman sorry that that is Trump's spiritual advisor is totally righteous gemstones all the way, 
uh, just just trying to fucking use this opportunity to scam people at, at every at every every single turn she can think of. And if people are going to be scammed, I hope it is people like that. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Jake and I would promote our upcoming gigs, but uh, we don't have any right now. We, we, we have zero upcoming. Oh, I will promote nope. this. Jake, um, what I am going to do, it's in queue right now. It's under review. They have to make sure all the files are not corrupted. But I'm going to release my new CD, my sixth comedy CD. Oh, nice. And I'm Congrats, just going to put man. it on free services. Like I, like I said, we talked about earlier, everybody's oh, I guess you job. sent it to everybody. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm just not going to like, hey, everybody, I'm hurting for money. Buy my CD. No, I'm just going to put it everywhere that's free. I'm going to put it actually on SoundCloud. If they, if they, Just so if you're home, you can listen to it. It's called This Could Get Awkward. And hopefully next week I will say it is up and running. So it is my sixth comedy CD, and I, it should be out within this coming week. That's awesome, man. Um, I guess yeah. I, I have a I have a second podcast called The Love Gurus, where we take uh, ridiculous dating questions that we find on Yahoo Answers. We filter through, find the weirdest ones that are out there, and we read those and riff on them with comics. Today we are doing our first ever uh, live, um, not live, but um, like Zoom teleconference. Yeah, yeah, we're doing like a Zoom one, which is harder than with this one because. There's, you, you know, there's going to be four of us here on the board, and then Suzanne's going to be zooming in, you know, and it's it's tough when you have four people on one end and one person on the other end, and and so we're gonna we're gonna try that for the first time today, and uh, yeah, I'm releasing last week's one today, so yeah, check out check out that podcast. We get drunk, we we drink white wine, and riff on ridiculous dating questions by psychos. Oh, there you go. So the uh, Love Gurus podcast, you got this podcast, you got jakevever.com, you got nathantimmel.com. I have, I think, over two hours worth of video clips on YouTube. If you're bored, I don't have any like full-length 45-minute shows because that's not what YouTube is about. But if you want to watch a series of one-off jokes, I got a bunch on there. In closing, I would like to say this. Uh, I did see the best meme ever regarding the coronavirus. It was a tweet from Kim Jong-un or Il. Which, who's over there now? Which one was the dad? Kim, uh, Kim Jong-soon was the first one. Kim Jong-il was the second one. Kim Jong-un is the one that's there now. So the tweet was uh, <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Obviously not him. But it was uh, tweeting updates on the coronavirus. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw this. It's the best tweet I'll ever see. But it's uh, it said nine a.m. number of corona cases one nine o five zero ten <laughs> one ten o seven zero eleven a.m. one eleven twelve zero like every five minutes a case would pop up and then it would be eliminated to zero. <laughs> you know what? I think it's accurate. Reason is is kind of like we were talking before with with Russia being able to get it under 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 wraps pretty easily. If you live in a place where it's 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 an evil authoritative government, pretty easy to do. He doesn't oh, yeah. need those tests either. What he does is he sends everybody around with a cheap thermometer, and if you have a slight fever, you go bye bye. And that thing was nipped in the bud very quick. There, it was. That's again, and and I, I remember saying this when we talked about China, the the pros, the upsides, the benefits to living in an authoritarian state. All right, kids. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay safe and stop licking toilets. Yeah, you dirty millennials. Get out of that fuck pile down in Florida. <laughs> Goodbye. Later. <laughs>